spiritual travels of a fire wolf it is monday the 24th of january 2022 we are in the year of love venus the lover's card archangel Raphael. this is a year of expanding our heart space and opening up to the possibilities of love and that is part of this podcast so I just hit record. I have all my notebooks here. I have my cards out. I have I drank all my tea. I have water. And I was just like, I don't even know what I'm gonna say today. I have so much to say and so little to say. It's like one of those things. And I was like, well maybe I should I have an interview saved. Maybe I should put that out and, and wait. But it's Monday, aka moon day, and I Monday's a very spiritual day of the week. So I wanted to honor astrology today, honor tarot and everything that's going on and just kind of maybe recap the things that I've learned over the last week. It's been a crazy, I don't know if, I don't know if y'all listening had a crazy ass week, but it has been a crazy week astrologically. And now we're heading into a week where even more planets are moving, even more planets are giving us a little bit of spice a little bit of extra lessons, especially this week. Today, Monday, Mars, the planet of action, masculine energy, even work ethic, moves in to the sign of Capricorn. And last week we had the sun enter Aquarius. We also have Venus still retrograde in the sign of Capricorn also this week. Mars retrograde also re-enters the sign of Capricorn. And Pluto is still chilling in Capricorn. So even though we're in in the middle of Aquarius season with the sun kind of moving through the sign of the star seed, the innovator, the inventor, the, the 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 genius the chaotic gene i feel like uh aquarius is like rick from rick and morty like that's kind of like an Aquarius like this this mad scientist vibe i feel like rick and morty is just the sign of aquarius i really do i think that show is pretty much like i remember i've only seen like one or two episodes but i remember sitting back and i was like this is an aquarius show this is for somebody with extreme uranus aspects or they have a lot of Aquarian planets or midpoints because if an, this is just an Aquarian storyline. The other one I would say is, is a nice second to that is maybe Midnight Gospel, which is a lot more like stonerish, but it's very like Aquarian, like Alex Gray in a cartoon form. But I digress. Um, yes. So we have... There's a lot of Capricorn and Aquarian energy kind of together. And where they kind of meet together is they share a similar home planet, which is Saturn. Now, Aquarius has two home planets, Uranus, which is the planet of chaos and unexpected. That's just that unexpected stuff, those immediate downloads. Um, 
Uranus is the planet that really does regenerate every seven years, but in a lot of ways, Uranus is meant to shake us up and really waken us to awaken us to new life. So if you are in a romantic relationship, for example, and you have strong Uranus aspects, or say they have a Uranus midpoint on your midpoint, or vice versa, this is somebody who's really meant to wake and like get you kind of shook. And if we look at Saturn, Aquarius is a fixed sign. So even though Aquarius is kind of seen as this chaotic sign that really has no plan, which a lot of times to an outsider, that's how it can look. They're very much able to kind of stay within their own structure, even though it doesn't make sense to the outside. So this is like a genius that it doesn't, their papers might be everywhere, but their papers are in their own organized way. So it might be that they lose a lot of things, but they know it's there somewhere. So, and eventually they probably end up finding it, but there is chaos trying to find it. And my roommate in college is one of the greatest geniuses I've ever met. She is a doctor now. She's fucking out there thriving, but I've never met somebody who was as messy or disorganized as this person and I'm sure that they would laugh at this one when when I say this out loud but she just her papers would be everywhere she would wait to the last minute to study for a test and yet she would still get the best grade and it would be like how are you doing this like that's an Aquarius like oh well they just they get the download you know and I think that that is (laughs) you know, there's the genius genius to the sign of Aquarius. It's also the star seeds or the star tribes. And I was gonna do an episode today about the tarot card, the star, but she's just not ready to be an episode right now. So I'm gonna wait on finishing up the major arcana episodes, even though it's Mercury retrograde. And I was like, I really need to finish that assignment that I made for myself. But the star card is just not ready. I might wait until Mars. I, you know, I might wait until Mars is moving into Aquarius, but I almost feel like I need to wait for Venus to go direct to even talk about that. It's, it's, it's pending. I'll say that like a lot of the times I realize this podcast has gone through so much evolution, aka I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's just I generally wing things with this podcast because I'm generally winging it in life. And um, the thing that's helped me the most get myself more organized is I've been taking this class on astrology and business with Stormy Grace. It's part of Nadia Shah's university, um, Synchronicity University. And I can, I have taken, like I went to, I've gotten more out of this business course than I got out of my four years in college. And I I had really good professors in college, but when it comes to business and marketing, um, I'm getting so much out of this course. And it just helped to be able to see how the chart of your business is completely separate of you. So I've been working with the natal chart of this podcast and being able to kind of see what the purpose of the podcast is uh, because I was utilizing my natal chart to figure out what to do and ultimately it's not that. 
Um, and I like how this business and astrology class is also teaching us about, you know, she, she gets more in depth with it. And I would definitely recommend getting a reading from Stormy Grace. But one of the things that she is teaching that I think is very important for people to know is this is your child like your business is your child and viewing it like a mother for a child gave me a lot more peace of my heart because you know I've been in this I've been in the side of business where I thought it was unethical you know being in science research and also pieces of stand-up comedy and just trying to be or even the yoga industry to be quite honest um have been lessons of how I don't want to be in many of the cases like the the fact that Mars is entering the sign of Capricorn Capricorn is ruled our home is 12 the 10th house and the 10th house is all about our life path, our life purpose, but it very much correlates to our business, literally our, our capital, our, whether we, you know, how we work. And the sign of Capricorn is the sign of the hustler. Uh, but I think Capricorn has gone through so much stuff between the great conjunctions of 2020 you know, we had Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn all transiting the sign of Capricorn. And now that Pluto is there until I think 2023, you know, there is a huge overhaul of how business is done and how business shouldn't be done. So the structure of capitalism itself is really getting a lot of not scrutiny but scrutiny especially with how you know corporations are ran and on a broader scale we're seeing we're seeing the cracks open up um and that leaves capricorn very vulnerable in a lot of ways because generally the sign of capricorn is a sign of keeping it together and I know this from a personal perspective. I have my ascendant conjunct Mars, conjunct Neptune. I and Capricorn. And so I'm going to be going through a Mars return as of literally I have my Mars at zero. So Mars is going to enter zero zero Capricorn at 7.53 a.m. on January 24th, Monday. So that is my Mars return. And speaking from a perspective of having my Mars there and how this is going to influence all of us, look at your 10th house, see what's in your 10th house. Even for example, you have your 10th house in a fire sign or a water sign, you're still going to have a lot of structure that needs to be replaced here or overhaul structure. How does this need to be looked at more from a level of efficiency is it time efficiency is it financial savings is it what is it for you where's your mars as well so look to your mars do you have any planets in the sign of capricorn that's the other thing to look at do you have any are they outer planets are they you know do you have well, it wouldn't be, 
I guess if they're like if somebody's looking for their child, it'd be Pluto. Um, if you were born in the last, so since since two thousand, if you're listening, you were born in two thousand seven. You've got Pluto there. Um, let's see, what other outer planets would be there? Was Neptune there? I have a terrible memory. Just check and see if you have outer planets there. And then Mars rules. Uh, home is the first house. So also look at your first house. So you're going to look at your first house, 10th house. If you have Capricorn planets, where your Mars is. Yes and no if you have planets in Aries. Sort of yes and no if you have planets in Scorpio. And then if you have any, if you're into progressions, you can look at your progressed planets too. So there's a lot of factors that go into this transit of Mars and Capricorn that really have to ask you, how can you, how can you survive in a more efficient way? What are your goals? Now Mar, no, excuse me. Now Capricorn is the sign of the general. A lot of times, people with Capricorn placements are often told they have an agenda. Does a general not have a game plan? That's the question I will ask you. So the sign of Capricorn is the sign of that which is the leader with a game plan. You can't go in without a plan. Even though I went into this, you know what? I did not go into this podcast without a plan. I wrote down Mars and Capricorn and then I started talking. So here we go. But the plan has to be a long-term plan. And I think that this is a very good lesson in the beginning of the year as Venus is in retrograde in Capricorn. Mars masculine is heading into the sign. So literally the mars aspect divine masculine and literally venus divine feminine are in the same sign at the same time and they're both asking for to to look at a lesson here you know what is loyalty here what is power here what is structure here You know, it was eye-opening to hear you know, that looking at my podcast as a child and how am I a good mother to this child. I've been a shitty mother to this child if my podcast is my child because I didn't realize that this podcast, I thought that it was just this thing that I just happened to make and it's, you know, there for me when I need it, meaning like record when I, you know, of travel and talk about travels and just kind of talk about tarot and astrology but the lesson that I'm learning looking at this podcast natal chart is this podcast is a triple earth sign and I was like oh my gosh like this podcast is meant to grow over time and take my time with it but and then looking at the north node of this podcast and seeing where that's supposed to go which is about conversations, I've been failing this podcast majorly, you know, um, because it's up to me to be a, a student at this point. And part of that is because I'm a, I guess I'm a student of the podcast then, because I get, I feel like 
my personal natal chart is that I'm a teacher. I'm here to teach. That is a huge purpose of mine. I'm here to be a conversator. I'm yet the shy, one of the shyest people, most socially awkward people out in the world, quietest people, and yet my chart says I'm supposed to be a public speaker and teacher, which to me is hilarious because it has been a slow, a slow climb up a mountain of just having to push through and learn what that actually means in the long term. And this podcast is a student, me in the chair being a student and learning. So everything that I'm talking about now is because I'm legit a student of Mars and Capricorn. I live with this every single day of my life. I live with zero degree Capricorn Mars conjunct my ascendant with Neptune there, learning about self-worth and value, which is a huge part of the plight of Capricorn. A lot of Capricorns are very shy and also have a lot of anxiety around their self-worth and value. So a lot of the sign of Capricorn really does take a longer time to get to places because it's not, an, even though it's the sign of a leader, to get to that leadership role actually takes experience. What did my, I'm a hustler. A lot of people who meet me will say immediately, Mars and Capricorn ascendant, you work so hard. And I've heard this all my life. You're such a hard worker. You're such a hard worker. And I feel like a lot of Capricorns get this. Oh my God, you're such a hard worker. But what I've learned over time and the hard way, I've learned this another hard-headed Capricorn lesson, is you don't always have to scale that mountain the hardest way. You can actually take your time and allow yourself to grow in a more organic holistic way now i have my north node in taurus but for the sign of capricorn it's like stop being so hard on yourself and the fact that mars is moving through capricorn you know those who have panic attacks it could be possible in the next few weeks just to say you know i'm not putting it out there to to put in anything bad it's just the factor of people being extremely hard on themselves over the next like three weeks is very plausible until we get to well I guess two and a half weeks until we get to the the full moon in Leo so try not to be so hard on yourself Mars isn't really in Capricorn for very long Mars will enter Aquarius on March 6th right after Venus goes direct, or wait, March 6th? Yeah, after Venus, was it, is it Venus is back in Aquarius? I have to check my freaking transits. Venus is direct on the 29th, and then March 1st, I think Venus is back in Aquarius. Don't quote me on that. I'm going by memory. See? Winging it. Astrology buffs will probably get really mad when I'm just like, and the transits are semi this this and this but that's okay so tomorrow mars is fully in the sign of capricorn we also have mercury kind of speaking to pluto this week so mercury with pluto this week is just kind of taking us back 
to the last week of December where Venus, Pluto, and Mercury were all kind of conversating with each other. A huge, if you want to look at an epoch, <laughs> if you want to look at like a, a huge event, kind of look at Betty White crossing over. That sort of last week of 2021, we're kind of refacing that now, this week. But now we have Mars there. So I will be back Wednesday. I have an awesome guest. I'm very excited to bring her on. She has a lot of wonderful insights. And um, thank you so much for listening to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. Enjoy. Have a great week. Do you love listening to the spiritual travels of a firewolf? Oh my god, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Just to let you know, you can rate, review, like, subscribe. Actually, I think it's follow. I think it's called follow now. I think you can follow now on Spotify. So check it out. Please rate, review, and follow on over to Spotify.